thanks to Crow's security. Turns out they didn't need a special undead division for this bus, because Nocturna, aka Natalia Knight, is just your run-of-the-mill mortal with a skin condition and dental implants that injected ketamine into her victims. That said, she didn't do her... Ketamine? You special tame your blood. Ketamine? Wait, I need to find Nocturna. She drove Batwoman last night. With a hidden earpiece to direct line into his boss. I have to go. Right, y'all, welcome back to the one and only Knights in Gotham podcast. This is the podcast with two of Gotham's most finest. We are the podcasters that are updating you every, well, not every week because we're on episode 13. Feels like it should be about 17 or 21. Uh, but yeah, I'm your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me today, like I do every week, Sid Davis from the Social Introvert Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, good to be back, man. It does... It feels like we should be towards the end of the damn season. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it sure the fuck does. And the thing is, CW is notorious for this shit. I, it makes it hard. You know, Going when ahead. it gets around this time with the crossovers. Yeah. It, we're, like, depending on what show it is, we should be, mm-hmm. like, halfway through the season. Yeah. We're getting towards the end of the season. Yeah. Batwoman, I, I don't know what it is. There's no, I don't see it with Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. I don't see it with any of the other CW shows. Yeah, like that, unless it's like the DC mm-hmm. related. But it's, I don't get it. I yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah, same here, man. Because I, I get if you're going to like maybe try to stagger it so all shows end about the same week or two apart. But even with that, it's like, I. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I, I hate when I watch an episode <clears throat> and good or bad, I'm hype off of the ending. Then they say, yeah, this show will be back in four weeks. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, and I didn't even know that until we recorded the last one. Yeah. And you said that to me. I'm like, wait, what? Another yeah. hiatus? Like, yeah, watch the promo and I saw it. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. These hoes is notorious for this shit. But, you know, I mean, I guess... Gotta roll with the punches, shit. Um, yeah, so this is Batwoman, season one, episode 13. Uh, it is Drink Me. In this episode, a new supervillain sinks her teeth into Gotham. Uh, when you're listening to this podcast, when you're watching, I was gonna say Black Lightning, <laughs> when you're watching Batwoman live, <laughs> use that hashtag KIG pod for Knights in Gotham. I mean, you can watch Black Lightning too, BLM pod. But uh, yeah, let us know when you're. Uh, watching you got any questions comments concerns answer some of the questions we might ask fan theories uh crazy predictions all that shit so we are coming off the heels of some big shit and we move right into vampire territory tell me coming off of episode 12 did this feel like like a smooth transition for you no okay and it wasn't it just me. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, why the, f- how, wh- how did we get here? How- <laughs> I don't know. Because the way the, I think it was last episode, it started abruptly too. Yeah. Like this one, uh, the 
12 and 13 started abruptly. And I'm like, what the hell? Is mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. they just jumped right into it. Yeah. How much time has gone by? Man, who the fuck? I don't know, man. This shit is... Well, I don't want to say it's weird, cause that's, but it is. it was kind of odd. I felt like... When we watched this episode, I felt like there was maybe an episode missing. I know it wasn't, but it felt like there should have been a delay, like a ease us into this. This felt very abrupt after that. It's like some scenes, some scenes missing, clearly. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm. St- How are you feeling about the season so far? Uh, the seat, man. And it's not like, I've seen words, trust me. This isn't bad, especially for Sita. It's a lot more mature than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, I like it. I just wish they were more consistent. And I feel like the villain, you already know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. The villain that I'll, I'll bring up, they could have followed that up with the entire season. Like, mm-hmm. have Alice and have the, the executioner play a part in the entire season. Maybe it's, it's these one-off villains. Bro. And you get rid of him. I'm like, bro, the executioner was the perfect villain. Yeah, it would have been the whole uh, executing, you know, black prisoners and all of that. But mm-hmm. that the story would have been ma- amazing. Yeah, no, no, it probably would have been the most mature we've seen on CW. Yeah, hard agree. But hard agree. You you giving us one off characters, taking them away, then you jumping into the next episode, not really giving us any explanation on what happened, and it's like. Bro, where we at? Yeah, but it's yeah. you know it's it's okay. It's not. I've seen a hell of a lot worse. Trust yeah. me. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you there. I um, it, it, I, I think it was a good episode, but I, it just felt like it should have been more in between last episode and this one. Um, Beth, especially. I, well, my thing is, I don't know what this is about me. I've said it time and time again. I love me a good villain. But I don't know that there's anything that you can do with Alice that's going to make me hate her. Um, there's a guy, and forgive me for forgetting his at name on Twitter, but he brings up some very interesting points. A lot of times, I don't think he's playing devil's advocate. I think he really is like, well, I don't see it that way, and I, I love that. But I don't... Alice is so compelling to me, and the shit she went through in her past is one thing. But the shit we just went through last episode is even a bigger thing. So, all throughout this, I'm Team Alice. Um, she seems to be trying to turn over a new leaf. Um, kinda, sorta, I guess. Maybe yeah. to prove to her sister that, you know, bitch, I can do shit differently. Um, yeah. And I like that. I like that. Uh, I still like her acting better than Ruby Rose's. Um, but I am... I now see what type of Batwoman we're getting, and I, I like well, because I don't want to sound too negative, because I'm not against it. It's like, but I, we've watched her for 13 damn hours, 13 plus with Crisis. I feel like she is Batwoman at this point. She like there's no nothing else to compare it to in live action. So, yeah, I'm rambling. I- I thought she was so dope in Elseworlds, the yeah. crossover. From uh-huh. Bro, she was fucking dope. And I I don't see that, it, like, it's not terrible, but I don't really see what I saw in mm. Elseworlds when now, it comes wh- to her show. Why do you think that is? Like, what what do you think it is that makes her different? 
Mm-hmm. And it might be because it's based on the writers at the time. Okay. I don't think that women writers were involved. Mm-hmm. Elf Worlds, I think that was the majority of maybe Flash and Arrow writers. Mm-hmm. That's probably why it was damn good. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Because I know what Crisis on Infinite Earths, they were just, they were trying new things. They were mm-hmm. pulling writers from Batwoman. They are pulling writers from Supergirl and just mm-hmm. doing a whole bunch of new shit. So. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um I haven't seen the fifth part of that. Oh yeah, the last the last part. It, it, I think the, the, the fourth installment was more or less like a le- a love letter to the fans. So for me, I didn't like it, but not cuz it wasn't good, it's just I haven't been there from day 1. But the fifth episode I did. I was like, okay, I can see where, you know, so I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Um Yeah, that fourth one was my favorite. Yeah, and I, I figured as much because, yeah, a lot of people were like, man, this shit is good. And I was like, man, I'm watching it. I don't give a fuck about this shit. But it was only because, like, it was, like, Easter egg type shit. Where I was like, what the, this nigga right, with his yeah. suit on and, this, you know, but it was cool. Too much fan service could be, it, it could be a detriment. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I'm I'm brand new, so I was like, look, I ain't got no dog in this fight. I, I like what I'm seeing, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Yeah, so we, man... We get this vampire type shit. We get homegirl, some random chick, uh, conventionally attractive white woman, brunette in lace lingerie, straddling this dude, and she like, bite this nigga. And next scene, we get him essentially crucified, hanging from the ceiling with blood, just IVs and shit coming out of his body. Is okay. Yep. Yes, very much so. Um, is this on brand or did this seem to break a bit from like, cause we've seen some dark shit, but like, is this, this was a little like the villain is in the comics, but this was a little left field for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I said, she got him like crucified and shit. I was like, okay, like the hell? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I felt the same. I was like, okay. And it felt like it could have it could have been a great episode, maybe if it happened before Crisis, or before the because it, it just to me it didn't it felt like a villain of the week that should have came maybe right after uh, Homegirl the the cat burglar, um, a magpie. Yeah, yeah, like if it had came around that time, but I, whatever. This is what we get, so we in it. Uh, so she drained this motherfucker's blood. Jacob is back. No explanation. Okay, okay, thank. I'm glad because I was like, okay, we've had a lot of hiatuses. Maybe I'm just not remembering. I no, they jumped into this shit. Given from last episode of him being attacked, almost dying, mm-hmm. and saved by the black man. Yeah, that was like just fucking with him the whole time. Yeah, and he's like, hey. I'll, you're going to be useful to me, you know, I, in the future, just saying, you know, it could be a possibility that you'd be out of prison as well. Yeah. And we don't get to see any of it. It just jumps into this, Jacob's already out. Um, I'm like, well, damn, y'all were going somewhere. In this yeah. Interesting. What the fuck happened? Dude. I mean, give me a news report or something. I was like, I'm very fucking confused. I don't know. What's what? his name, Dawson, the one that attacked him? Yeah, uh, yeah, Alice's ex-boyfriend. Yeah, what happened to him? Like, 
I, nothing. No trial, no nothing. How'd he get off? Like, uh, shit, the Flash had a damn trial. Yeah. For, the Flash yeah. had a trial in the earlier seasons. I remember played, that. They played into that. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, are they trying to get through stuff quick? This is, it's starting to make me mad because this is one of the reasons why I stopped watching Riverdale because that Riverdale would have a hiatus and come back and shit would be completely different. There's no explanation, but I'm like, do CW think because you've put time between the last episode, like everything is good? Like I can still go back and watch the, I can see that shit. Like, what do you, I don't know, man. It, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like, like my, my brother. No, no, my brother. Dog on it. <laughs> He's watching <laughs> The Flash. My sister, because she got into Batwoman a little bit. She's My sister's been reading the comics. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know about the show. I said, just watch the show. Mm-hmm. She caught up. And she don't know what the hell's going on. She was like, wait a minute. What? The dad, how did he get out? And I'm like, Mary, I can't tell you. That, because I don't... So I can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'm clueless. I'm confused. And, I, and some of the shit I could accept, but I feel like there was no explanation. Like, yeah, man, I'm glad we got you out of there on work assignment. So here's the newest murder. Like, I feel like we didn't, I, and I could be wrong, but I don't feel like I am. I don't, I don't know. Um, whatever. Him and his uh, favorite daughter, Sophie, go to the morgue <laughs> to see... <laughs> This dude with this damn chest open, he was killed by a vampire or some shit. I, I just hate seeing Jacob and Sophie together on screen. I don't really care for them. I don't care for them together. I. They keep trying to sell it and it's not working. It's, like, you have not, you haven't given us anything to make us believe like yeah. there's a sort of friction between Jacob and Kate. So there's like this bonding and yeah. love for each other when it comes to No Sophie. chemistry. I don't, and I don't. Jacob, I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's, it's horrible. Um, I don't know. And it could speak to me in my like, I'm not going to speak on that. But yeah, it's, I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And um, I guess they both seem very weird to me because he's supposed to be this hardcore like, security guy with all this training and he's he I, if I could fan cast Jacob's role it would be maybe like uh Pierce Brosnan back in the 007 days or um what's homeboy uh Daniel Craig somebody who I would even do what's the racist dude who did um um I'm, I'm a man of particular skill set and you give my daughter and what's the, yeah, like I could even see him. Cause I feel like they selling me on, I didn't do some shit. This actor, nothing against him as far as his acting. I think he can act well enough. And he's a great actor. So it's like, here it's like, uh, yeah, maybe I, the way he's being directed, maybe they just not giving him mm-hmm. anything and, to act with. I don't know, man. It's yeah. That could be it. I mean, but him him and Sophie don't have the chemistry for me, especially because when I see them, I think they're supposed to be like a father and mini-me. So she doesn't give me hardcore anything. I don't know if you're watching Black Lightning, but there is yeah. a woman, you know, the I believe she's Latina, the, the sergeant chick with the short haircut who worked for the ASA. 
she gives me more of a like, and not even because the way she looks physically, she just gives me a more, uh, what do you call it? Um, authoritative personality where I feel like she would be a better second in command to Jacob than Sophie is giving me. Um, I don't know, man. I don't want to rag on her too much. The woman that plays Sophie, I'm trying to, have I seen her anything? I'm trying to see if I've seen her anything. I don't know. Let me look her up. I don't know. They're they're not selling it at all, though. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, Megan Tandy, that's her name. And I don't, she probably, she looked like she maybe been on some CW stuff. Um, Megan Tandy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and I don't mean to like really talk shit on it. Cause I mean, you know, whatever she working, this black woman out here doing her fucking shit. She's an actress, right. a model. She's a beauty pageant t- title holder, excuse me. Um, Miss California, I believe from 2007. So that's cool. Uh, She's been in a few things. Um, Unstoppable. I don't know what that is. Back in twenty ten. Oh shit! That's uh Denzel Washington. Oh really? Yeah. Mm, okay. I wonder what her role was. Um, she was in Piranha Three D D. I don't know. Oh yeah, you skip that. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Lee Project. Uh, CSI New York for episode nine hundred two one zero. I believe it's the new version. Secret Girlfriend. Ten Things I Hate About You. Dark Blue. CSI Miami. Single ladies, Teen Wolf, Baby Daddy. Really? Hmm. She was in uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh-huh. NCSI, Los Angeles, Stalker, uh, Survivor's Remorse. Really? Unreal, The Mayor, Charmed. So the newer one, this was 2018. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, good for her. She was in Trey Song's music video, uh, Simply Amazing, as the lead girl. Well, all that being said, I mean, kudos to Megan, but I just, this role, I'm pretty sure it's it's what, it's clearly what they're giving her, and it's not, it's not translating. Yeah, but I mean, it is, it's it's what it is. Um, Yeah, so they find out about some shit. We go to the Wayne Towers with uh, Kate and Luke, and, uh, okay, I'm going to say this, you watch The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chester. Black dude. Yeah. Okay, so I'm having an issue, and y'all, it could be me. It could be me. I'm having an issue at the way these black guys are portrayed, but at the same time, there are nerdy guys. I think for me, it's that the amount of black men is, is small in comparison to the amount of white men. So it's right. not necessarily their depiction is that we're getting a certain type. I like Chester and I enjoyed that episode. But I was like, nigga, why are you like ass kissing this motherfucker? But because Chester was like a fan of the Flash after Crisis, he's one of the new people or whatever. But then I'm like, I don't really have a problem with him. It's that this is the only type of black man I'm seeing, and you. Yeah, you watch the earlier Legends of Tomorrow, um, Heat Wave. Is it Heat Wave? Yes. No, no, no. The nigga that joined with the white man. Um, yes. He's, love him, man. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Firestorm? Fire? Firestorm. Okay, yeah. I liked him. 
Now, was that the same guy who played... No, that's not the one who played the Black Flash, is it? No. Okay. But yeah, I did like him because I watched like the first four or five episodes of the first season of Legends. And I was like, okay, I like that white nigga from Alias. And I like this black dude. Let me see what they got going on. But... Then you got John Jones. As bad as Supergirl is, John Jones is one of the main reasons why I stuck around to watch this. Okay, show. okay. Because I, I don't know, he probably got it somewhere in his contract and like, bro, you ain't gonna write me no type of way. Yeah, yeah, I, he, um, yeah. Him, uh, what, what's his name? Diggle, plays Diggle, Diggle. Jim, Jimmy Olsen. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and Curtis from Arrow. I, I wanna, bro, when I tell you to watch. Terrific, Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific, bro. You gonna like him? Okay. He, like John Jones is cool. Like he would be my favorite, but the way Curtis is written and on Arrow uh-huh. is like, bro. I might have to check it out. It is. He's black. He's nerdy, but yeah. he ain't no. He ain't gonna kiss no ass. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to check him out because I watched Flash most recent episode, which was um, F- Grod friended me. Uh, for anyone who's watching this or listening to this in the future, that's the most recent episode at the time of this recording. And um, I enjoyed that to the point where I was like, shit, why am I not watching Flash? Because it was just like, this the shit y'all doing? Um, if you think, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. liking it now, have you seen from season one through three? Sure haven't. No. <laughs> shit. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm going I'm to yeah, have to get on that. <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to get on that. I mean, I, I will. Um, oh, and and his his adoptive father, um, Joe West. Yeah, the black hair. Mm-hmm. And I and, and that's what I was saying. Like, there are these other kind of outliers. And again, this is from the outside looking in because I'm not an Arrowverse day one. I'm still kind of learning and waiting my way through. Um, and I think it's that like token thing where you have this, and I really try to not see things this way but i i can't help but notice like you have this one black man in the midst of all this whiteness or this one black girl who is like damn near borderline racially ambiguous and i'm like bruh what i want to just enjoy the story but i enjoyed flash but that took me out of it a bit but i also know that's kind of campy like it's I'm not 100% upset or feeling some type of way because I see, I know what type of show I'm watching. So his excited factor just, I don't know. I don't, I think I'm just rambling at this point, but I I, I understand what I'm looking at. I'm not 100% a fan of it, but I really enjoy seeing this man on screen, watching the episode and seeing what he had to contribute. Um I think it's just because it's so many white folks. Ah, yeah, I know. I get it's, it. I know. Huh. <laughs> but, I mean, what can you do? Hell, I mean. I just be watching Centrix and I was like, fuck it. I ain't even. <laughs> get away from some whiteness for a little bit. Go watch some black shows. Bro, so, that. Old Cosby show or Fresh that, Prince. Fuck that. It. Nah, for real. That, because this, this. Uh, yeah, which, I mean, it's funny to say because, hell, we reviewing Batwoman. But I think with this. I give it a bit more leeway and I, I can't even tell you why because hell the black you got Mary Asian you got Luke black you got Sophie black you got 
Yes, you have them. And so... At first, I didn't think... The selling point with Batwoman, though, I didn't think it would have been... I I guess, for some people, Batwoman would be the selling point. It's the name of the show. Yeah. Alice was the one I kept looking. I'm like, man, this shit gonna be corny Mm. as a fuck. (laughs) Hell no. Yeah. And then from episode... Episode one was decent, but from, like, three... Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Alice selling point. Oh, for sure. That's why I tune in. I don't. Yeah. Yes. Rachel's acting and her portrayal of Alice into the point where I'm now, like I said before, falling for mouse. Like I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent in there, but seeing. I kind of, I felt for mouse last episode. Yeah. Conversation with him and his dad. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm starting to like a little bit. Yeah, I I like that. I really did. And even the shit with Mary, like Mary Alice, Mary Alice, <laughs> Desperate Housewife, Mary <laughs> and Alice, they, bro. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, they are really the selling point for me. Luke is, I don't always like the way he's depicted, but I do like that he's on this show and that this man is getting him a check. And he is, is he main or is he a reoccurring? He, Luke, yeah. Luke is the main. Okay. I'm glad. Oh, man. Um, So him and Kate joking around and shit, they're talking about some club. And this scene kind of fucked with me, not because of the black-white thing, because the nerd thing, because it was like, pretty much... Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 They got down, bro. Fuck out of here. I, yeah, nerds like to go out and have fun, motherfucker. So... <laughs> Trust me. Trust me, they do. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty much saying that, uh, I don't know, I think Batwoman brought up the name of a club, and Luke just kind of went along with it, but not convincingly. But then I was thinking, like, mm, this seems like an odd conversation to have between them particularly, because I was thinking, well, yeah, if she's talking about a lesbian bar, then why would he know about that? But I think it was, they sold it like just a cool people's nightclub, and he's so right. lame, he don't know. I don't know. But it's also, what do you give this man to do outside of run around and be her damn secretary? Like, what is he really doing outside of Wayne Manor? He's always there, dressed to the nines. So it's, does he sleep here? What like? Ah, I don't know. But yeah, there's that. So uh, Batwoman meets up with the vampire chick. Who she's draining somebody of blood already. They get to fighting. That homegirl get the best of Batwoman. She wake up. Crucifying her damn self. Hanging from like a rope. And uh. Like across the way from homegirl. Who is being victimized or whatever. So Sophie is the first person on the scene. She walks up to Batwoman. And she like look bitch. This is the last time I can help your stupid ass. I'm unhooking your, your shit but. That's it. What was strange to me is that you unhooked Batwoman. Well, I don't know. You tell me. I'm like, why didn't she go straight for the girl first and then come back? I don't know. Like, I didn't get that either. You would think, okay, unhook Batwoman, Mm -hmm. catch the villain, or other way around, catch the villain and then get Batwoman. But at the same time, we don't know how much danger Batwoman is really in at yeah. that point. Uh, hmm, yeah. Like I don't it's know. not even, it's not shown. Yeah. 
they have this moment, and this is one of the same issues I'm having on Black Lightning Matters podcast with Cole Jackson of Government Name Podcast at BYNK Radio Fame. Check the link in the show notes. Um, the issue I'm having with <laughs> what we having is with Anissa. Anissa is the character who is queer. She's a lesbian. And I'm having a bit of an issue here with Sophie and Kate. And some of it I feel like it's because I am not a lesbian. So I don't know, like stuff that reads weird to me in the way that they're acting. I don't know if that's just like, oh yeah, this is sexy. I liked it. You know, I don't. And it's not to take, make light of anything, but I genuinely do not know. And so I ask listeners, women who are lesbian, queer, on the spectrum, who watched Batwoman, these scenes with Sophie and Kate, is this like translated to me? It's like if I saw, I don't know, randomly Idris Elba and Miguel in a sex scene, some, you know, just something right Two conventionally attractive black men. I'm like, oh, okay, this is it. They acting and whatever. Is that what this is? Because this isn't doing it for me. For it, as far as the show is concerned, like I'm like, this is, I don't, they don't have chemistry to me. Um, their physical acting with each other is not, it, it's odd to me at times. Um, I don't know. Oh, I no, just, like, hmm? oh no, it was, it is another show on sci-fi. I think it's called Winona. Winona Earp. Or some shit. Mm-hmm. She's like a succubus. Okay. But you know, it's like a, you no, know, it's a lesbian relationship. Uh-huh. Um, Matter, no, that's a bad example. Fuck that. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess. Okay. Xena oh, yeah. Gabrielle. Mm. Um, Gabrielle and Xena, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a lesbian. I wouldn't know. I feel that, though, because it's been speculated for so long mm-hmm. that they might have had something. Yeah, they were supposed to, They were. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. they were. No, well, I could see that. Because back then, just like in comics, with the Comics Code Authority, there was only so much that you could kind of get by with when you came to those type of relationships because of where we were at that time but okay. they were supposed to be lovers but oh. you know but with it being the but 90s like, it, was, it was still a good selling point and I bought it I could see that being more convincing than yeah. this yeah. I don't really see the average lesbian being like being all, you know, just smitten all over the scene with Sophie and, and Kate. And yeah, and that's how I feel. So, again, women, lesbians, queer ladies on the spectrum or whatever who watch this show, let me know. Let us know. Use the hashtag KIGPOD because I don't see it. And it's not to say, oh, they are terrible. Fuck them. It's just I don't. It's not selling for me. But if it's selling for that demographic, then that's exactly, you know, who it's for. It's This show isn't, this show is for me in the sense that it's a comic book show, but the show isn't for me in every aspect. So, and I, I can recognize that. So, you know, um, they do their little shit. So Mary is still running her general hospital and Kate, after being poisoned by the bite of, I don't know, Dracula, Nocturna. Nocturna. Okay. Yeah. Um, she goes to Mary now she's on the table. Mary's drawing blood and whatever. There is a few people walking around in the hospital, which was odd to me because she doesn't like now, I guess she has help. Like, was that ever discussed? Nope. There's a nigga back there in a lab coat, and there's a lady 
who's a patient. I'm. Hey, look. <laughs> Whatever they doing, cast and crew. I mean, I don't know what they doing, but hey, uh, give us a little explanation. Did Mary re up on something? I mean, she, she come up. I thought she was done with this shit, you know. But I mean, it happens. Um, so she finds, I don't know, some shit in her sister system. So then we go to the Batcave and Luke and, and I was like, Luke and Leia, shit. Luke and Kate talking and she's talking about how homegirl bit up on her and got a little nibbling on her and, and got some ketamine in her and she bit on my lip. And this was kind of a fun scene, but I was again like, the way they're depicting Luke, this is what's bothering me. And it's not even... Okay, how can I explain this? So with this scene, they're talking about uh, Kate being poisoned when she was Batwoman. And she's poking fun at him being real flirty about her and Nocturna. And Luke is like getting squeamish and like, oh, you know, fuck that shit, I want to hear it. And he gets up and walks off. The scene is fine, but my issue is this further shows that we don't know shit about him right? because there's not like I, I would if I had to pause this right when she said all the shit to him I couldn't have predicted that this is how he would have reacted so I would that scene confused me I didn't understand that and I'm like why is he yeah like it's I don't I don't know it's like some inconsistency with his character a huge inconsistency because sometimes it's like He'll throw subtle hints out there just to get what she was talking about when mm-hmm. it comes to her relationship. Yeah. He seemed to be okay. Yeah. This time around, um, he's disgusted. He doesn't want to hear it. Like, And I was like, what? It, that seemed very odd. And this, not to play the whole, I don't know, liberal card or whatever, but it feels like in a show that's set in 2019, 2020, this nigga has seen some shit. I feel like he at one point in time even said something about about it be, I don't maybe I'm misremembering but it it just if he if this was going to be his reaction you haven't led me to believe any like you haven't laid the groundwork for that to be his reaction right cuz if that's the case is it the lesbian part of it is it the hearing about Kate intimate part like what is it about this that was odd to him to make him be like Oh, girl, this is stupid. Get the fuck on. Like, I don't know, bro. He's never seen disgusted before, especially the relationship between Kate and, um, what, what's her name? Uh, Alfred's. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that. He's going to be okay with that. Bro, and even, I mean, uh, this is, he, he was like, yeah, you need to fuck with Captain America, the one nigga who saved her at the train. Like, I mean, it's not a lesbian relationship, but he was very much into like, you need to do this so they could think one thing and you your identity could be secret. Anyone like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, bro. <laughs> ah, so this nigga, he go to the uh, utility closet, which seems to change every week. It's always some new shit. And he's like, hey, I got this red razor from 2006. Uh, I can see that there was residue on whatever. So pretty much they deduced that they got to have a party at a nightclub because that's where Nocturna is hitting these people. And um, she's like, all right, we got to have a party. Cool. We go over to Jacob and 
the not so squadron supreme men in black and shit and they're talking about pretty much the same thing they've deduced that she's you know i don't know i don't know batwoman's a lesbian and she don't protect the city and then we also got this shit we got a party going on and and i, I don't care <laughs> Bro. i don't know where they're going with this because didn't he threatened her for helping that woman yeah so yeah it's yeah. all over the place at this point cuz it's okay wait a minute i thought where was this this whole father surrogate daughter uh relationship going you know it, it was a good thing apparently from what we've seen mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. we're trying to sell it now it's oh you're helping batwoman he turns into this complete yeah dictator it's he just goes off on sophie for no reason yeah he he's a horrible dad even to women who aren't his daughter uh this nigga is trash so he sees a flyer not even a flyer it's some on his phone it's a flyer that the the hold up which is the name of kate's bar is having a party and that she needs to go and i'm just thinking like are you sending her because she's a lesbian because <laughs> there's so many other people who work here who could have also gone like to send her or her alone was really i don't know whatever it's i mean it's cool it's cool it happened uh and so mary strut her ass into this club uh taking pictures and whatever Luke is in the background doing like facial recognition on everybody because they're trying to draw out Nocturna and Kate is in her great Gatsby's finest and she's you know hold up with him too I don't I I, Jacob and Sophie bother me (laughs) what What the fuck it, is it this? Bothers you because they have not been written well enough to convince us that this can be like a thing, like a father-daughter type thing. It, uh, it's really not fucking there. Yeah. Um, and they're all over the place with that shit. It's weird. And then even him having her go to that party, like, do crows do undercover work? Like, what? I just... And... And it seems know. like, why send her by herself? Why not? Why doesn't she have a partner? It just... Is this how policing works? <coughs> I don't... Where it's her husband? Let's say that. Yes, I should say. I don't know, man. <laughs> um. Well, they... She goes... I don't know. Whatever. She shows up and it's like... Sequence, sprinkle, gold, and black type dress. It was a... It was a, it aesthetically it wasn't pleasing to me, but it was a decent dress. And Mary and Sophie talking, she was like, "Why the fuck you in here, bitch? You won't be in this motherfucking." Pl-. Well, she didn't say that, but they they walk off, and uh, Luke oh, sees. Over one oh no, well, no, 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 no. Okay, no. I, well, Luke, uh, he looks like okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go out there. I don't know, mingle with the crowd, whatever your ex girlfriend there. And then this new chick walk in who nobody has ever seen before. And he's like, I don't recognize this motherfucker. Who is she? And then we get down into, um, you know, who the fuck is this hoe? We think she's not Turner. Mary and Sophie are talking, which I feel like this is a distraction. Why are you talking to her? You should be doing your job. 
but they get a drink and they're at the bar and they're talking and she like spilled the tea and all this other shit and so there I I don't know man I real quick go ahead man it's when Sophie walks in right yeah. and they're all looking at the camera and Luke he was like oh that's Sophie and then he turns and he looks up at Kate who's like she broke up with you oh no you broke up with her right or some shit like that yeah yeah and that's what I was what we were just talking about earlier yeah with the whole lesbian relationship and him being weirded out by that yeah how are you weirded out in one scene but this scene is like oh my god like you were just so yeah taken by how good Sophie looks yeah it's and knowing the fact that her and, and Cater together, were together at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I don't know, fam. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm, with you there because what... And I, I, I think it's that he wasn't written well in that scene because that scene, the scene where he was grossed out by her, the kissing shit, I think it maybe wasn't written well or maybe was it just... It wasn't clear what his issue was. So yeah, like you, you know, you can, um, first of all, you're at this damn lesbian bar fucking right. working reconnaissance. Like you're going to see motherfuckers kissing and hugging, groping each other. Like, is, does that bother you? Does that not bother you? Like pick one, bro. Yeah. 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 He, um, and can I also say, and this is nothing against their looks because Ruby Rose and Megan are two very beautiful women. I don't see them together. Aside from them not having chemistry, they to me, they don't really fit, and it's not—it's the race thing has nothing to do with it. They just look like two totally different, and you know, whatever opposites attract. That's not really important, but it's just an observation that they don't—they just look strange together. Much like Sophie and her ex-husband. Like y'all, maybe it is the chemistry thing for me. I don't because they. I'm like, nigga, what are you? What are you even doing? And this. I don't know, bro. Well, good for Sophie. Uh, so, homegirl who came in who Luke didn't know who the fuck she was, her and Sophie get to talking, and they, you know, flirt a little bit, which was, you know, it was okay. Um, See, that, yeah, that scene was all right. That scene worked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Luke's response to Kate is like, look, we don't know who this bitch is. She could be Nocturna. She down there fucking with uh with Sophie. And Kay's like, well, I don't want to seem like the jealous ex-girlfriend, which I think is is a legit concern. But there's a motherfucker going around draining people's blood. Like, they, mm, that can't really be... You can't be worried about what you're going to look like when this motherfucker's running around and Sophie could be her next victim. Like, you know, say, woman up, motherfucker. So she goes down and does a odd cock block, kinda, but not really. I don't know. <laughs> I just because it, it was it was I didn't mind it. It was corny, but I did not mind it. Mm-hmm. I liked that scene. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I'm not going front. I liked it, but okay. it was. Uh, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I see what you're doing. Okay, no, no, I'm and I'm I can go and that's that's another scene for me that regardless to how I feel about it, I can push that to the side because again I'm not a lesbian, so I don't know if this 
it's translating well to that intended audience. So see the thing with that scene, I like I'm I'm sitting there talking like I know I ain't no damn lesbian, but <laughs> it seemed like the scene really did sell itself for what it was and it worked. Okay. Yeah, no, no, like, I'm not. I don't a, know, I'm not against it. I don't it. know. There's just certain scenes in here where I'm just like, it's not believable. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this, what, what you just mentioned is like, oh, shit, okay. And maybe maybe it's because I have a couple lesbian friends mm-hmm. that I've seen that happen. Okay, yeah. I've seen it happen. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. So, I mean, I'm like, you know what? Okay, yeah. I fuck with that. I, I can rock with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing that I'm starting to kind of be more cognizant of while watching this show. I'm I'm still going to judge it as harshly as I want, but I do understand that some of it is just not for me. So I have to be really um, kind of give it some leeway in that regard. Now, the storytelling in, like, the script, that's different, but, like, some of the things that happen, I can't, I can't be that hung up on. Um, now, while Sophie is at the, the holdup at the bar... Uh, Jacob is walking down the hallway and then, uh, what's his name? Michael Early pop up and he's like, Hey man, I got, I got some fucking footage for Nocturna. We know who she is when she was at the, uh, whatever at the place, whatever. So this is where we get to him having issue with Sophie. Um, uh, I don't know, man, Jacob, fuck him. I'm just, well well wait before going there we'll take a couple steps back i think they had this black woman hitting on mary you remember when mary was talking then that that chick came up and was like yeah i read your blog and such and such and you're mary and that chick was she because i didn't get it at first i was like wait man is she hitting on this chick maybe that's maybe Hmm. it seemed like i don't Okay, I mean, I'm going to go with what you said, because I, I mean, they are at a gay bar, so I would imagine most of these people would be, so, okay, um, Kate cuts her finger, homegirl who's uh, talking to Sophie gets really grossed out, I thought that was all an act, I was like, nah, this bitch is, she, that's her, she nocturna, um, but it wasn't her, so, you know, there's that, uh, so Luke comes down from the watchtower because he sees that Mary is in a complicated situation and he turns on his little glow in the dark tie and he comes down to like rescue her like okay it's time to go and the black girl that was hitting on Mary was like are y'all two and she says Mary says friends Luke says I'm her boyfriend no she I thought she said that no 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 Cause he was like, well, you, what do you mean? I couldn't be your boyfriend. Like he was, he said, you, you, you went a long way to make it clear that I wasn't your boyfriend. And, uh, okay. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's, eh. and you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, she should have fucking went with it. And, you know, this woman should do what this man says. But that was just something that I'm taking notice of. Like, is this a seed being planted for us to like, are they going to get together? Is he going to be pining after her or you know, what is this? So. Um, this is when she realizes that he is not Kate's assistant, um, in the capacity that she thinks, which I forgot she thought he was just a real estate assistant mm-hmm. out of all the shit that they've been doing, like the shit with, you, with Beth and, and, you know, you fucked it up though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. 
that little slip up. How could you fuck that up? And I was when he said that. Yeah. That little slip up. I was like, oh shit. I was mm-hmm. like, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they're doing that really well because you know at the end you know we know what happens, but uh, Alice shows up outside. Kate puts on her smoking jacket and goes outside to meet her, and Alice is just cutting into her, rightfully so, I think. But oh man, uh, family drama. Because her reaction, bro, was hilarious. She was like, "Why?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm, she said you the, the version I thought you could be and that man this is I think this show has done and I I could be wrong but I don't think another show has ever done this particular type of story um, mainly because most soap operas is set in like real time real shit that could happen but you went through a traumatic childhood you come out on the other side kind of throw it off and your family is trying to kill you or take you down rightfully so. Cause you doing some fucked up shit, but then you get a glimpse of what you could have been. And some kind of way it comes down to you and that person and your family still chooses that person over you. That it's a lot going on, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we've seen anything like that before. Yeah, I know. And that's why I say this, like for all the shit that I could find wrong with the show, I think Alice's story is really good. I think they're really doing a good job with her. Um, so she walks into some warehouse full of mannequins where one is wearing the skin of Mouse's face, which is, how do they not have the coronavirus? Like, all oh, this shit they doing. <laughs> um, shit. And she's kind of going through it, having this, like, little Shonda Rhimes monologue, and she gets attacked by the, um, by the vampire chick. And I okay, I'm I'm all for that, but why? Like of all people was like was homegirl just like waiting in the darkness for anybody or that I mean I kind of I was okay with it, but I'm like Alice like. Yeah. <sighs> Alice is too damn slick, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. smart, and deadly yeah. to end up in that type of predicament. I wasn't really buying it, but I was like, you know what? I'll let it go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I already know what it's about to turn into. Yeah, it's a means to an end. Um, but I just felt like, well, I do like that when her and uh, Alice and Nocturnal were talking, she was like, look, bro, you coming after me. I know where the holy grail of blood work is. And at first I was thinking, oh, she's just talking shit to get herself out of this situation. But as it, oh, excuse me, as it turns out, it's Mary. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mary got the fucking Jesus blood or something. Like she's healing properties in her blood. I got a little problem with that, but we'll get into it. Oh, shit. Okay. Um,. I guess I'm, my concern is how is this blood still in her body? Like, how is, is she forever changed like a mute? But whatever. Um, she, yeah, that's, that's how it's set up to be. Yeah, so I don't know. Did you say that there was a DC Comics character that has that, that whatever her shit is, or was this for the show? Or do we know yet? Um, It's, it's a character that does have that. It's not Mary. Uh-huh. Um, damn it. 
I'm trying to think of her name, but she ends up being, um, like, she ends up being a vigilante, kind of, you basically like Batwoman. So mm-hmm. I think what they're they're trying to incorporate in, incorporate that into the series. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's I think that's good. I mean, I like it. I don't know much about that character or a lot of um, DC like side characters. So I'm happy. Happy. I'm excited to watch it and see what happens. Because uh, this is new to me. I don't I don't know it like the back of my hand, like some other stuff. And, um, yeah, so that happens. And she strings up uh, Alice. And Alice is like, look, let me go. I, I'll get you to a motherfucker with better blood. I don't want to be found out. And you want to be cured. Like, this is a win-win situation. I don't want people to know I'm still alive. So, you know, let's work together. And they do. And... Yeah, uh, Nocturna gets her hands on the lovely Mary, and yeah, well, we find out through Luke's surveillance that Natalia Knight is Nocturna. She has a rare blood condition or cancer or something where she can't walk around in the daytime, and... Um, can't walk around in the daytime. She needs to have blood, and her Which dad. I thought that was kind of because the actual villain. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was just saying, based on the fact that she's an actual villain. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comic, um, I like uh, see. Uh, I like Nocturna. I just the way that they set it up in this episode was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like gave us that that bit of information towards the end. Eh. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. This is the thing that that gets me because I feel like if you actually laid out all the shit you want to do this season, you could have laid some Easter eggs for this, like several episodes ago, where maybe we met her dad and he was always like finicky and like a weird character and we don't know what's going on then he dies and then two or three episodes later we get this episode it's like oh, okay but uh, i don't know it 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 happened um right after that we get Sophie being called into dad's office where he's like hey heifer are you helping out batwoman <laughs> And I'm not going to ask you again, chick. And she, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is what I was talking about, bro. It's just like, they're really trying to make us care for these Like, they've thrown them in all of these scenes together. Mm Mm-hmm. Even like in the older episodes this past season, I, I, I could, I guess I could kind of see it like uh, mm-hmm. when they went to go save Kate. Yeah, yeah. Alice. Mm-hmm. Five. That's pretty cool. That was kind of there, but I'm like, nah, I'm I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm still not buying it because they didn't do anything else on top of that after episode five. Mm-mm. They just did the. Uh... They didn't give us anything else. When they went to that club or that bar and like blew up them propane tanks and shit, that was right something. But yeah, I don't, 
I, I don't buy them either, their chemistry, and then him having this, like, fucking hard-on for getting rid of Batwoman. I get that, but I'm thinking, like, nigga, you're also, like, a government-sanctioned vigilante group. Like, you are, you are not the police. You are private security that act like a militia. So, I, I feel like the show kind of wants us to think of them as GCPD at times, but Batwoman's just doing what you're doing. She's, so I, I don't know. I get him, like, being concerned about Sophie helping her, but at the same time, it's like, why can't you turn it into an opportunity? Like, you be, I don't be the double agent or something. Like, I just don't feel like that's something, I don't know. I just, I don't like Jacob, so maybe I'm biased. Hmm. Hmm. I do not know. Uh, so, yeah. That's that. He's like, look, you need to leave work and don't come back. Um, take a leave of absence for, like, 45 days or some shit. I don't know. And she's like, oh, but, you know. With her ass. He should have said, reconnect with your husband, god damn it. But he didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> so... Kate finds Alice slumped on the floor with the ketamine in her system. And, you know, she's like, yeah, nigga, I gave up your sister, you know, sorry to disappoint you that I'm not dead and whatever. So they go after, uh, Mary, you know, they're like, okay, let me go figure out what the fuck y'all got going on. And we go into a cathedral where Mary is crucified with wires and shit from her body or tubes and I like this scene because it's, it, it's, Batwoman is put between a rock and a hard place. I need to get rid of Nocturna, but I want to save my sister. I can't do both at the same time, but the only way I can do this is by letting my biological evil sister, leaving my good sister in the hands of her. And I will admit I enjoyed that. This whole, even Batwoman running after Nocturna to fight her. I enjoyed all of that, everything. I was like, okay, okay, this is this is cool because I don't know what Alice is going to do. I didn't think she was going to kill Mary, but I also just did not know what she was going to do. All right, with the scene, mm-hmm. the only one thing. Go ahead. <laughs> the background music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that the theme, the I'm a woman theme? Probably, probably. Bruh, I got hyped. Cause I was like, they gonna play. I know they gonna play this shit in, in one of the episodes, bro. I'm waiting on it, and it sounded like that was the song. And I was like, oh shit. No, that, I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's that. That's the fight. Um, but I was like, this gotta be the song, and I've been waiting on it because mm-hmm. I've been walking around singing that shit, just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> I was just singing that shit nonstop. <laughs> they played this it just sounds funny to me. Man, um, I can see that. Uh, I, I did like this scene, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I liked it, too. And I even like the choreography with Batwoman fighting uh, Nocturna. That shit was cool, too. Um, yeah. I think I think Nocturna being a vampire character kind of made it more enjoyable because you could get rid of her in ways that you can't like just get rid of a regular human. Like, you zip tie this right. motherfucker's um, wrist to, like, a bell at the top tower. When, when the sun come up, her skin is going to burn off. You know, I, I just, I thought that Bruh. was interesting. Right. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Like, a way that they took a villain out. Mm-hmm. Is real quick, Batman is an animated Batman feature called Batman versus Dracula. Okay. Um and I, I think I mentioned this before. It's the way that Batman takes Dracula out. It is the the flyest shit I've ever seen Batman do. And it was kinda like this, but it was in the Batcave. Yeah. Dracula showed up in the Batcave. Okay. Okay. This is very similar to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, I just thought that was dope. I liked it. That I liked they, it. They, they kind of incorporated that in this show. Yeah. Good job to them. Kudos to them. Uh, what I okay, I'm thinking I'm about to say something, and I think my my issue with it is probably me being like a spoiled fanboy, but I don't like the way that they're treating these villains. I like their villains of the week when I feel like every villain should probably get a two or three episode story arc uh, because Nocturna, I feel like there's so much more that could have been done with her um, that you kind of could have ramped up. I mean, she happened and she's out the way, but I feel like my issue is if you're not creating original villains, you don't want to burn through the majority of the villains that you have, even if they're like these offshoots like Magpie, who I knew nothing about and I didn't know anything about Nocturna either, but like how many more of a rogues gallery do you have that you can get through before it's like now I have to either circle back or create new characters or do another crossover. Like, so that's my, that's my concern, but it could just be the spoiled. They could have easily stopped. They could have easily stopped at between Thomas Elliot mm-hmm. or, or Hush, yeah, and um, and the Executioner, yeah, that was it. I would have loved if the Executioner, execution, God damn, if the Executioner had have been a ongoing background, not necessarily villain, more like Punisher type character, where you still had your villain of the week or whatever, but he, him and Batwoman bump heads, but then they have to like help each other fight some shit out, and then he just disappears. Like, just keep him... I don't that's know. how... That's what The Flash did so well. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, what is his name, bro? Uh, the villain from last season. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I <laughs> you know, I don't know. Hell, reverse Flash? Hell, Man, mix the, the villain from last season. Um, yeah. He had this... This dagger, or this... This boomerang-like dagger yeah. full of uh, dark matter. Okay. And it would drain your powers. But I don't even want to give that away because it, it was too goddamn good. The way okay. that they transitioned from him to who the villain really was, I was mm. like, well. Okay. That sounds interesting, goddammit. Like so it, I know this is her first season, but I, I just still feel like you need more than just one episode per villain. And Alice is cool. I like her. I love Alice. But I don't want to run into the same issue we have with Black Lightning where Tobias is now like, what the... Like, I'm not tired of seeing him, but I'm like, nigga, is there anybody else for this family to fight? So, I don't know. Uh, I keep saying, man, they got to introduce our hope. If they ever get to it, I want them to introduce Virgil. Um, static shot mm-hmm. at some point they have to yeah give me a, and let black folk well 
And they keep saying, oh, we dropped the ball with static shock. No, fuck that. Try again. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you got uh, David Kirkman out there, the uh, indie film uh, film creator who has a whole Dakotaverse going on. He started off with yeah. static. He just wrapped up Icon a little while ago. And he's on a yeah. tour pretty much showing the film off. Uh, right. He's doing a damn good job. All these people still asking them, like, hey, are we... Um... Are we getting like a live action static shock or are we getting static shock somewhere in like a DC crossover? People are still asking about that. They're mm-hmm. still asking for static. So, I mean, something to be said about that. Man, if Warner Brothers was smart, they would create a Dakota verse. You would get like the what they're doing with DC, EU, whatever. If you like it, you screw it. If you don't, cool. They got, they got to get away from Warner. But that's something like just let them have their own shit. Like, just. Start off with like one solid limited series, three episodes, an hour and a half each of like one, just like static. That's it. Move into a fucking feature length film and then just open up the Dakota verse. Just film that, after film. That was fi- my problem with like the episode I did um, for today. Okay. Um, I was talking about The Invisible Man. Mm hmm. And I said this was it was supposed to be a film for the dark universe. Talking about the movie monsters yeah. from like the really? 30s. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But the mummy with Tom Cruise flopped. Yeah. And they scrapped the dark universe. Johnny Depp was supposed to be the invisible man. Didn't yeah. work out. And um, they were like, okay, this this is a done deal. No dark universe is is dead now. And I'm like, no, try again. And I was like how do you think Marvel got to right. where they are now? Hulk Marvel had not... to keep trying. Mm. I said, people think that Marvel uh, just started in 2008 with Iron Man and they just had this amazing yep. track record. I'm like, no. And that's my thing with DC. And I'm like, DC, why don't you do what Marvel did? Not copy the same timeline universe type yeah. shit, but take this obscure character like you did with Iron Man. Yes, yes. And that, but that and goes do something and build off of that. You could take static, you could take um, hardware, just do fucking Black Lightning, and you can start something. That, that, see, and that then, bro, it's it's fucking frustrating. Try again. Stop trying to stop trying to copy Marvel, and then when it doesn't work, say, "Oh man, it's a failure." Fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, pick it up and try that shit again. Yeah, yeah, and even if money is the thing, my thing is. Black Lightning did so well. I think Black Lightning season one was a great season. It was a good show. Oh, yeah. But Black Lightning did well in part two, Black Panther coming out, and you riding on this wave of, like, pro-blackness. How the fuck are you sitting on the Milestone universe and you not do Static Shock for one. Icon for another. Vixen he- for another. And you ain't doing shit with these fucking characters? You got animators. You have animators. They're like, all right, fuck it. We just gonna go with obscurity. And Bill, they they showed Icon in Young Justice. Yes, like, very well. We can get this live action, which is bruh. But I think DC is spoiled because they have never had their backs against the wall in the way that Marvel has. When Marvel went through that bankruptcy and they had to sell off the rights to all them characters, and they were left with Iron Man and Thor, and like they were, they worked with the toys they had left in their toy box. Yep. 
And I feel like if DC was smart, all Marvel said was, "Hey, we gonna try again. Fuck it." That, and why the fuck not? <laughs> Technology has has uh, has improved. We see that niggas like the fucking X Men shit. Let's take this one character because I mean, at this point, what do you got to lose? Like Robert Downey and Jr. That's what, I, that's what I can respect too, because X Men has ended with Fox. Mm-hmm. Marvel has picked it right up and yeah. said, "All right." Um, we gonna give y'all new mutants. Yep. We just gonna give y'all something y'all ain't never seen before. We gonna mm-hmm. give you a horror style uh, X Men film. And I'm like, F- DC, come on, man. I love you, but damn it, uh, no, <laughs> do yeah. something. Yeah, and uh, that... they got me. They got me with Shazam. Mm-hmm. They're working on Shazam too. They're mm-hmm. working on Black Adam, Hawkman, Hawk Girl. Mm-hmm. P- sell me on something. Yeah. And I'm, they're probably going to do well, but my thing is, just write a good-ass fucking movie and then just lay the superhero shit on top of it. Because that's... Captain right. America is just the born identity with Super Soldier Serum. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, fucking um, uh, Ant-Man and is uh, a bank heist film. Uh, fucking Winter Soldier, and like a espionage I, I, type boy. shit. I just, you know... Eh. Iron Man, I don't know what the fuck you call it, but you're pretty much just making... Good films. They're taking all these old style genres and throwing them in the superhero genre. That's why Marvel's working. And that's why the Joker did as good as it did mm-hmm. because DC and you know, Todd Phillips are like, all right, fuck it. We're going to take something like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. and like a Scorsese movie and throw it into a Joker film. Yeah. And that's why it worked. I don't know. DC, they gonna get it right. They'll, yeah. They'll get it no, right. no. I have, you know, I have faith. All things considered, because when you got motherfucking like Bloodshot coming down from the Valiant universe with a movie, Bro. you let Valiant or Image surpass you, and you one of the big two, <laughs> Bruh. And I was skeptical. I'm like, man, I don't know. But then I'm, I saw the yeah. official trailer for Bloodshot. I said, all right, I'm gonna go see this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got to. No, for real, I am. I'm. I'm all in it, and even that feels like a. Pass you, DC. I don't know, fam. Comments pass you, or uh, what? What is it? Vertigo. Yeah, Vertigo. Yeah, wait. Yeah, Vertigo. You got you. There's so many comic companies out there, and the thing is, and not. Okay, we've strayed from Batwoman, but whatever. Y'all cool. Y'all here for this shit, but we've got so many. We. We have been seeing comic book shit on TV for years without people even knowing. Like with Preacher, um, I was talking to a girl at work. And she was like, yeah, you like comic books and shit. It's this one show called Preacher. It's kind of like Lucifer, but it's a little bit more serious. I'm like, man, yeah. She was like, oh, they should make a comic book out of that. And I, I wasn't fanboying her like, duh, you should know that. But I was like, damn, she doesn't even know. Like I explained to her. That's how, mm-hmm. Bro, I, I've had multiple, multiple instances like that. My mom loves Lucifer. Mm-hmm. My mom loves Preacher. Yep. Um, my mom don't even know who the fuck Black Lightning was. And she was like, what is this? I said, mom, it's a DC comic Yeah. Character. And she was like, like Batman? I said, yes, mom. <laughs> my mom has not missed a damn episode. See? And that... Oh, man. And it, it, it just the fact of... And I wasn't trying to educate or saying like fanboying her out yeah and i'm like yeah this is a this is a comic book yeah yeah mm-hmm. she fucking loves black light and get it's a it's a it's a it's a show it's a good show you know when they and i thought i said, you remember static shock when the show i used to she was like mm. yeah and i was like 
ties into the same lore. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow. Man, people out here thirsty for this fucking content. And and it's just, I think they're getting these half-assed people just jumping into these properties, not really working as hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That might, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm being an ass. Nope. Just saying that just because. Nope, I don't think so. Nope. Because superhero like, movies. Man, if you, you take regular old me. Mm-hmm. Or Cole, you, Sugar, mm-hmm. anybody else, fam. Just let us help. Hire us. Dad. We'll help you. Honestly and truthfully, and in the fun, the weird, it feels weird to say this, but I think even going to those toxic type fanboys who are like, well, you don't know shit about Superman if you haven't read such and such, such. I think no, no, even no. if you got some of them to give you feedback, not to say that I'm supporting that message, but I feel like at this point, what are you, everything doesn't have to be comics accurate, but what are you, like, how do you not consult a fan? Like, if I was going to write a Star Wars movie, I'm not a Star Wars fan. First thing I'm doing is watching all the Star Wars movies, and I'm pulling the call out to who out here fucking loves Star Wars. Um, Asshole. I I just... I mean... It's, oh my god, that trilogy is so crap. But even, and I'm like, but even with that, I would be like, okay, if I want, I want three niggas who love the trilogy and three niggas who hate it, and I want y'all to give me the reasons why you love it, why you hate it, what would you change, and find a way to incorporate. Because if if these three fans all hate this shit for the same reason, and these three love it for the same reason, odds are there are 500 people behind each of them who got the same feeling. Let's find a way to make this work. I know you can't please everybody, but bruh, come on. And it's such a divide. It's a complete divide, but I'm like, fam, getting correspondence. I'm going to show you how to make a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I show you. Man. But I, you know, and then the, the even the craziest thing, Mandalorian seems to be the main thing working. Mm-hmm. But even then, I could point out some shit on Mandalorian. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is, uh, it's all right. It ain't <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, you know, and then it's, it's art. That's another I thing. I like Baby Yoda, so that's a selling point for me. <laughs> Baby Yoda. That little motherfucker. I don't know, man. It's, it's cool. It's, 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 I just think more can be done and I'm, t- I'm through making excuses for these big companies like, well, you know, they have so many characters and they have to do this. They have to-. No, because the fact that you created Black Lightning, you did it for a reason. And I feel like the whole Marvel and Black, uh, Black Panther hype really helped to push it as far as it got. But you didn't even include this motherfucker in the Arrow universe when he came after Supergirl. I understand Supergirl not being in because you, you know, she was on another network. But after she was included in, now Black Lightning ate. But then we get Batwoman. And, it's just, I'm not making yeah, excuses Supergirl, for companies, huh? They were like, that was a lost cause. They were going to cancel that. Yeah, I remember. CW was like, oh, we'll take her. Which. Now, and that's why you hear, you know, in past episodes, you heard me bitch and complain about mm-hmm. why is like Black Lightning's like the redhead stepchild. Yeah, and like fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, just incorporate him into there, and then they did in Crisis, but I felt like in Crisis it was the last day. Um, that was not enough. Half ass is a motherfucker. You can throw him in there all you want for some fan service, but I'm still not convinced. Fuck that. Yeah. And yeah. then, then you kill off the 1990s Flash. Like, fuck y'all. 
There was no reason for that, <laughs> but yeah, it's no, no. I'm with I did, you. I did like, I like that though. Uh, that little Easter egg of the '90s show. I like that a little bit. So. Uh huh. No, I'm, I'm with you. I just, yeah, do better, man. I'm, I'm no more. I'm not giving no more fucking passes to these damn companies. You got a host of black and Asian and native and indigenous characters. Fucking use them and don't whitewash with these racially ambiguous ass people. I'm glad these motherfuckers are getting the check. Iris, cool. She was white in the comics. She's black on the show. Fine. But you can't just race bend a character and that be it when you have actual characters of color. That's what pisses me off about the Birds of Prey movie because I'm like, this isn't Birds of Prey mm-hmm. necessarily. I, I love Huntress. She yeah. was dope. Okay. I had and uh, Renee Montoya, but I was like, oh, Renee's no, in there. Fam. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, Rosie Perez plays Montoya. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, this ain't Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know, man. Clearly, I haven't seen the like, movie yet, but we'll leave. Uh, we'll end it right here, bro. In Vertigo, Valiant, yeah, um, Image, if, Boom if, Studios, if Image, Dark Horse. If any of y'all, if any of them, pick up the pieces and just surpass DC, it's just like fam. Yeah, it's a wrap. Because there's only so many. See, they're lazy because you can put a Batman or Superman movie out and you know you're going to make that money. That's lazy to me. Like, that's, it's, you have, you have countless other people. What I thought they were going to do with Batman versus Superman, Uh I thought they were going to do World's Finest. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And then, I don't really have a problem with Batman versus Superman like that, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, fam, y'all rushed into that. Yeah. Way too much. I'm trying to compete with Marvel is my opinion. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I. The other thing is, essentially, what you need to look at is toy sales. If we can get different versions of these characters, put them on screen to create more toys to make kids buy this shit, because that's the sense. That's what we're going for. Why are you not using these other characters? Why are you not using Steel? Why are you not using the Black uh, Superman that became president? Why are you not using Vixen? Why like Why are you not using these characters that only add to your already existing fucking conglomerate like and there's there's a lot of people defending it too and this is like well you can't defend them and they were like oh and these are actually the same people that go out of their way and like, oh you bullied a, a a film studio to remake sonic i'm like fam did you see how the first image of sonic look creepy as the fuck <laughs> bro yes versus how it is and then how the movie turned out to be mm-hmm. like, come on man mm-hmm if they went back and fixed it and corrected their mistakes, like, y'all don't... It, there's no excuses. And it did well in the box office after that. It's not like, oh, yeah, they redid yeah. it and nobody went to see that motherfucker. That motherfucker did good. So... And I thought it was gonna be... I still thought it was gonna be whack until I went to go see it and I was like, oh, shit. Like, they they took their time. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, well... All right, cool. Oh, bro. All right. And that has been Comics Corner. <laughs> um, <laughs> so pretty much what happens at the end of this episode is Mary discovers that Kate is Batwoman. Uh, what else happened? Damn, there was something else. She discovered that Kate was Batwoman. I know uh, Sophie turned on the bat signal, which is like, how do, you don't even work for the police department. It's How did much you bigger get... than it was too? Oh, 
nigga. I and they were supposed to get rid of it. And then on top of that, you I, if I work for GCPD and I see this shit in the sky, I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? I thought we destroyed this shit. <laughs> I'm swarming the fucking building and I'm arresting all you niggas. I don't care if you fucking teenagers. Y'all all going to jail. Why are you up here? Um, that's hyperbole, guys. I don't really mean that. But, um, uh, yeah, so Mary finds that out. Sophie's like, hey, you know, I like you, girl, but, um, you gotta, we gotta stay apart. My job is on the line. I'm thinking, you could have called her. You could have shown up at the holdup. You could have had this conversation with her, not on the rooftop of a building you apparently broke into. What is this? I couldn't exactly slide into your DMs. You have her number. You work with her dad. You know her sister. Like you. How? Amen. I have no idea who I am without my job. Plot, man. Huh? Convenience for the plot. Yeah, like Cole said, this is CW convenient writing. This is some bullshit. Um, yeah, and maybe I'm just too fucking analytical. Maybe years of reading comics and following continuity. And watching other types of shows that aren't comic book is really fucking with me. Because, again, this is at the top of the police station. How are you up here? <sighs> so, Sophie pretty much broke up with a girl she was not dating. And she says, you know, my job, I'm not, who am I without my job? I don't have an identity. I'm boring. And, you know, even though I don't have my job because of your dad. And then she kisses Batwoman. And even that... I will say that was a, a good kiss, especially because on Black Lightning, I don't see kisses like that with Anissa and her girlfriend, and not to right. like have a male gaze talking about this, but just in general, that did feel like, oh, these are actual lesbians, whereas Black Lightning, Anissa, I'd be like, okay, you, you lesbian they for play play. Yes, man, with the show, and they just had, they built it up off the strength of, oh, let's throw this Let's throw Sophie's white husband in the mix just to try to add some jealousy amongst Kate and the <sighs> husband. And Bullshit. episodes later, it's like it causes friction inside of an elevator. And Mary, you know, she's got an ear on the conversation. It's like it's a hit or miss with what they want to do. It's like, bro, stay. You you should have kept it at Sophie and Kate being together. Period. Yeah, honestly, regardless of them being apart, as long as they were apart. As soon as they came back around in the same vicinity, they should have been a thing. Why? Why was he Instead there? Of trying to add all of this drama that like, you're not no, following you through with, bro. Didn't have to do that. And now you get to this episode, and it's just like, bro, like you're we married. Had this all twelve other episodes. Yeah, yeah. And that would have been much... Like, if you had just went with the religious parent route, that would have been so much better. Because I feel like they, they're they driving home this um, idea that Sophie is this poor black girl from the inner city and her only means of survival is this damn job. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's shitty for this character and that's shitty for people in that community who have gone through whatever. Like, I get that you can get to a place where you're very consumed with this thing that gives you success, but I don't see Sophie being... To me, she's the exact same person that she was when she was at the police academy, that she was when she was with her husband. That she, like she, Nothing about her seems 
different. So this whole, who am I without my job? I have no identity. I've seen some black folks in, in not the best areas be mm-hmm. the most goddamn resilient. Here, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, I'm not saying that in certain instances. You see it every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Man, this the, is... the way that they just write her like, oh my God, like, so may I have some more? Yeah. Please. Yep. And, like, fam, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. And I, again, don't mean, I'm not shitting on Megan. I mean, the character, sure, but I just think they need to do better. I really would like to see what the writer's room looks like, and I might have to invest some time into seeking out who is doing what, because, and this is so, and this isn't a knock against Megan, but her hair is bothering me. But I do understand that when black people, no, I mean, because when black people are on the sets no, of I mean, these I shows, agree with you, bro. they they have to do their own hair. They have to. So I'm thinking that wig is probably just easier. Let me just throw this on. This is consistently her look. I still, if I get another job, I can braid my hair, get my hair done, or whatever. It's. It, it, they haven't done anything. And I'm just seeing it now. No, they haven't done a thing. No, she's had that same wig for every single episode. And that's not... Right. It's not to tear her down like, oh, bitch, you need to do better. But it's just, I think it further proves that there can't be too much blackness behind the scenes on this show. Because she looks like, even with the flashbacks, she just put that wig in a ponytail. It neat like that doesn't make any sense to me. Why is there not someone on set? Mary, and I'll say this because Mary has hair type just like the white women on set, so they can do you know whatever else. There's versatility there, but where are the black women that is hired to take care of? Like, I'm assuming Megan has to take care of her own goddamn hair because that's the story that a lot of black people deal with. So I don't know, man. It's I don't know shit, nigga. Fuck it. Who, who's your favorite this episode? <laughs> Mary. Of course, I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, I'd have to go with Mary as well, cause I can't go with Sophie. I can't go with Kate. Alice, I, I liked her. That goes without saying. But I didn't like. I'm gonna just, just go. Came- like she came in a little too late into the episode uh-huh. honestly like yeah. her her presence was like way too late into the episode i'm if they had showed her in like in a scene before yeah um uh, up until like was she in a scene prior to that club scene no no no, no. yes she was at the very beginning she what did she fucking do um it was for a second or two. Damn, let me let me triple check. Let me let me. And if she was, it wasn't much going. No, no, it, that for sure it wasn't. Um, yeah, that for sure it wasn't. But yeah, for me, I, she did. She had a great performance, and I think with all the shit she been through, she did really well. Uh, but yeah, I would I would still put Mary before Alice as far as favorites. Um, yeah. What about your uh, least favorite? Least favorite, I'm going to have to say Sophie. Ha! I saw that coming. 
Oh, man. Um, for me, it's Jacob. How are and you? And I was about to say Jacob, too. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck that nigga. He's a terrible dad. World's worst dad. Bitch ass. So what's your... <laughs> what is it? I hate him, man. And he fuck him. Put that shit on the mug. Man. <laughs> shit. Trashy ass. Wop head ass nigga. What's your... Uh, what are you rating out of out of 10 bats? What are you rating this? Um, I give it a six and a half. Okay, that's fair. It, it was okay. Yeah, because I gave it a solid six. I'm not... Yeah, yeah, they they could have done better, um, especially coming off of that last episode. I just didn't feel like it was a smooth enough transition back into a villain of the week situation. Like you just mm-hmm. lost your sister, you know. I don't. She's not. That that is why I have a huge gripe with that because I thought. No, keep going. No, no, that's it. I just I don't think she's mourning. I don't. Um, and maybe she's supposed to be like Batman, this stoic, stern face, whatever, but I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think she's, I don't, you can't, yes, you can't tell anyone how to grieve, but with this being a fictional TV show, I would have thought we would have gotten more. It's like, she's just angry, which is cool to be angry, but you lost your sister. You lost the sister that you could have had. She's not it doesn't seem like she's going through, I don't know. And even Luke, like this nigga, she was murdered right in front of you. And he's just like, mm. well, that's the end of this episode. Moving on to next you know, week. I don't know. My biggest issue, because this is where I thought they were going. Um, after I found out there was a vampire involved. Yeah. Okay. There's two things. Beth, uh, being in the um, the morgue. Yeah, I'm thinking they were going to incorporate something with Nocturna mm-hmm. and Beth. Mm-hmm. Something was going to happen. Then I was like, mm, no, nah. too too weird and cliche. Then I was like, my brain went somewhere else. With uh, this was later on in this episode mm-hmm. where Beth, not Beth, where Alice gave away that little. Um, that detail about Mary and what her blood was injected with. Yeah. I'm thinking that Mary's blood was going to play a part in maybe bringing Beth back. Something. Yeah. Something went not turn in Mary's blood. Yeah. I'm thinking that's how I was like, okay, she's going to come back into this. So basically Alice and Beth can coexist on the same earth. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's what they're going to try to do. But no, be too much just like kept life. it flat, kept it basic, and I'm just Beth is gone. I'm like, what the? F-? You had Beth there for what two episodes? Yeah, and that was another thing. Like, how the fuck do you only have her here for two episodes? Two? Like, I'm thinking the fact that she came in, she was gonna be in for the rest of the season. I thought you so only too. Have nine to ten episodes to go. I same here. Like, I was like, get make us fall in love with her. Like, I mean, I kind of did, but. Give her more to do. Like I wanted, I wanted her to explore, because she was the only person who was displaced. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see her interactions with other people. Because I'm, again, this may be a plot hole, but when the worlds converged, and there was one prime Earth, when we first met Beth, 
we thought it was Alice. Well, Mary thought it was Alice when they were um at the at the college or whatever. Right. So if we're going to take everything that happened for those two episodes as true, what the fuck has she been doing this whole time? Like, has she just been existing out in the world, not speaking to anybody from Gotham, and then she, like, shows up and... Like, at what point in her life did shit start feeling weird? Because when she walked into Wayne Manor to speak to her sister, it was just like, hey, I'm here. Right. So... Like I said, um, CW hire us. Yeah, please do. Like, <laughs> why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Um, yeah. My brain went in like two directions. I'm like, oh shit, well maybe they're going to do this. And Beth is coming back. And then I'm like, well no, they could do that and bring Beth back. Yep. And they didn't, nothing. It's mm-hmm. just like, damn, she's gone? Like, alright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? I don't know, man. First of all, fuck them, but more importantly, fuck Jacob, his bitch ass. (laughs) He's a fucking, he's a horrible nigga. And I'm going to keep saying fuck him, especially on Father's Day. I'm going to record an episode just to say fuck him. Um, (laughs) I think he's even worse than uh, Mouse's dad. And that nigga fucking was killing and kidnapping people. Fuck Jacob, bitch ass. You got your daughters out here fighting each other and you ain't even doing shit Mouth about it. That just creeps me out. Bro. Oh, yeah, that nigga's weird. Fam, I get goosebumps when I see that nigga, man. Yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker is weird. And I like that they got those two actors playing him where he pulled his mask off and he's like so much slimmer and taller. I'm like, these niggas don't even, for even for white men, they don't look alike, but cool. I guess, <laughs> like, all right, I'll, that'll do. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, let these folks know where they can find you, reach you online, support your show. Uh, I put link the last episode, the Invisible Man episode, in the show notes, and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to f- follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. You can also follow my second Instagram page, which is at the Social Introvert Podcast. My podcast, which is The Social Introvert, drop every Wednesday and Thursday. I am available on everywhere you can find podcasts. Check me out. Pop culture, media news, sometimes bullshitting about politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all over the place with this show, so check me out. Yes, yes, indeed. And as always, guys, those links will be in the show notes, so check those out. Support young uh, social introvert over here. Uh, me. Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. If you're listening to this, follow the feed before and after this. I think before this is Black Lightning episode 15. After this is something, I don't know. But future listeners, let us know how you felt about the end of the season. Use that hashtag KIGpod. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. Answer some questions, fan theories, and all that good shit. And um, yeah, until next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the fuck away from Sophie. Especially if you're a white man who's interested in her, because she's definitely going to leave your ass high and dry for none other than Kate or her job. So, there's that.